Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. He's one of the few Yinzers that I will say, not only is he allowed on my show, he's allowed anywhere I am because I love him dearly. The Extra Point Podcast host, the Extra Point Podcast uh, Network, Dave Damashek on the guest line. What's up, buddy? Yeah, what's up, Nick? Yes, you. Uh, I reviewed favorably after you accepted my request to follow you on Instagram, and I was rewarded with a bevy of photographs of you on vacation last week. It's good to hear hear you sounded nice and fresh, ready to roll into July. Next time, I promise I will I will include myself with clothes in those pictures. Please, I I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to make it uncomfortable because that's in the rear view mirror. But. Uh, but yes, oh, I, I do have to. I hate to pat my pat myself on the back, but um, I love I, I love to pat myself on the back. If you need baseball help, Damashek's here for you. You know the way to go, O'Neill Cruz. Whatever you're doing, if it, if it forces you to turn on the TV, I know that the requirement that you watch the Pittsburgh Pirates play baseball is an unpleasant um, requirement, but O'Neill Cruz by himself is worth the price of admission and worth sprinkling a little something on for him to do something special on the field. Like I told everybody yesterday, bet on him to hit a home run, and so he did. All right, so then if you have anything on tonight's games, uh, let me know now because uh, not only is does this week am I 0 for 5 on my, my Nick picks, but uh, this is going back. I've in the, what, two and a half, three months of baseball being back, I've got the to when I've picked baseball, which is very rarely because I focus on NBA and NFL where I'm a little bit better at it. But when I, I've got maybe two wins since baseball started this year. Well, listen, I, I'll I'll just uh, say it out loud. I'm not terribly locked in on baseball myself. <laughs> I was really I was uh, I was all the way in as I always am on the puck. And I uh, made a lot of people who listened a lot of money on those Colorado Avalanche and, uh, and specific players who, who uh, toil for them. I think a good bet is legitimately, doesn't it feel like the Yankees? I mean, they're a steamroller, so money line bets with them don't make a ton of sense. But I do think um, a money line bet parlayed with an Aaron Judge home run is juicy stuff and is going to pay off quite a bit. It, it feels like um, he's in one of those seasons that go way back, depending on how old you are, that were like, remember when Cecil Fielder started hitting home runs and it felt like he hit one every day? Mm-hmm. And when, um, you know, we when Kevin Mitchell did it long ago with the Giants and obviously Sosa and McGuire and Bonds, obviously even uh, new standard, even beyond steroid era now, as we see guys who are built more like you and me than um than weightlifting dudes now aaron judge is a callback to those steroids days i'm not insinuating anything about him point is he's hitting a ton of home runs like those old timers did and i think that's a good bet you know he's going yard uh it feels like about uh, half the games out there it's worth to sprinkle a little something on him as well dave damashek of the extra points podcast network on the guest line here on the nick wilson show I mentioned uh, you are a well-known yinzer, and you wear it uh, on your sleeve, which which does make me respect you even more. Because some people hide where they're from because, you know, mm-hmm. us small market guys saying this stuff on national networks, they try to tease us. You don't run from it. So I'll ask you, how certain are you that Kenny Pickett and or Mitchell Trubisky 
will keep the good vibes going in Pittsburgh the way Ben Roethlisberger uh, helped win for so long in Pittsburgh? Well, it's funny you say that, the good vibes, because outside of – well, on the banks of the Three Rivers, there were plenty of cynics all the last couple of years. This team isn't as good as their record. And then nationally, people were downright angry. They were vexed on that last regular season Sunday when – the Jags upset the uh, upset the Colts and the Steelers beat the Ravens. And then there was that almost tie on the West Coast that uh, that the Chargers pooped the bet on and the Steelers made the playoffs. And people were so angry with me, with me writing me on social media and otherwise, your team sucks. Why would this team be in the playoffs? I, I thought that was delightful. So I'm just hoping that the Steelers in a QB league where every score is, is uh, 38 to 37, I hope that the Steelers continue to knuckleball their way to victories 15 to 12. It's it's the funniest thing in the world to me when that happens. And I think they're set up to do exactly that again. They are, again, in the QB league, they are loaded up defensively from the coaching staff on down. I mean, they have three uh, head coach level guys coaching up the defense there. So that's the focus. And then offensively, you need Trubisky slash Pickett to scratch out just enough. If the defense can keep you to 20 or less, this offense as constructed, they have some high-end pieces offensively around those two QBs. And I, you know, uh, you know, maybe this is glass half, uh, uh, half full of black and gold juice, but I really do think that Trubisky drafted into the spot that he was. I mean, you know, like here's a good way to look at Mitchell Trubisky and try and um, make his future look more positive than what his past has been, which hasn't been an abject failure at the pro level. Um, Is uh, consider that if Patrick Mahomes, who I think we can agree is the best of that draft class that went behind Trubisky, if Patrick Mahomes had been drafted to the Chicago Bears by Matt Nagy and company when Trubisky was, would he be Patrick Mahomes as we know him to be now? I suspect not. That was an offense bereft of talent and a weird coaching staff. So I think I'm a pedigree snob. And if you saw Trubisky play in Chapel Hill, you know that um, you know he's, he's a high-end athlete who runs well, and in Matt Canada's offense that, uh, you know, that he takes over. Now, it's a lot of boot action. It's a lot of rollouts for the QBs, and they have guys that can hurt you um, at skill positions. I think they're going to be fine, and, and you know, we'll see what happens with this, this Deshaun Watson um, thing, but that's going to scuttle their chances in all likelihood, and now you're really talking about, I think the Ravens are going to be good, um, but I think we've all decided that the Bungles are this uh, this juggernaut team, and that ignores the 21st century fate of the Super Bowl runner-up. First place schedule and all that, Joe Burrow's the real deal. But I suspect that they're going to have a hard time, just like Joe Montana and Tom Brady had dealing with some success. I think that they're going to have a little bit of a fallback this year. So I think the, I think the future ain't exactly doom and gloom where the Pittsburgh Steelers are concerned. Dave Damashek of the Minus 3 podcast, the Extra Point. Po- He's a podcast extraordinaire. Extra Points podcast, <laughs> Daves of Thunder. Uh, as I've mentioned, you are a Pittsburgher. Uh, you are also an avid Pitt fan. So with the college football realignment, right now, Pitt is in the ACC. So Pitt can either stay in the third conference, whether that's the ACC or joining the Big 12, or 
the Big Ten, or the SEC? Where would you like to see Pitt land long-term in the final <laughs> run of conference realignment? It all sounds so crazy, but, you know, all bets are off. When Nebraska is in the Big Ten and West Virginia is in the Big 12, former home of, uh, you know, what, the Southwest Conference or the Big 8 or what? I, it all makes no sense at this point. So it's, it's uh, you know, and by the way, there are certain things we accept. If you're born into a, a into an era in which it's like nobody bats an IR age at the Dallas Cowboys being in the NFC East, <laughs> you know, it's there. When when we were growing up, the Cincinnati Reds were in the the National League West. That made no GD sense, and so a lot of these. They, what what bums me out specifically for college football is that as opposed to all the other sports. It yielded that regionality yielded a certain brand of ball in the Big Ten. Three yards in a cloud of dust. The weather and otherwise, and the kind of kids corn fed, and the nature of football and what mattered there yielded this ground and pound style. Versus the Florida teams, given the nice weather and otherwise, we're slinging it all over. And then you travel out to to the West Coast for a, a different brand of ball still. When you got out there, now it's all going to be a blur. It's none of it's going to make any sense. I listen. I just hope uh, Pitt, like anybody who's got a Power Five team that they root for, you just hope that that your team gets invited to the dance. You know how many teams are actually going to break through because it is starting to settle. You see, the real heavyweights are taking care of themselves, and now it's going to be left to all the 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 mediocre middle, the middle class teams to figure out can they get invited to the dance as well? So listen, beggars can't be choosers at this point. Obviously Pitt makes sense regionally in the big 10. So, so I'm going to root for that one land with Penn state and, you know, maybe Notre Dame figure something out and they, you know, they, they, they drag them up there. Then everything will be right as rain. The problem is what's going to become a Washington state and uh, you know, the uh, NC state and teams like that. I, I wonder, you know, are they, have they been middle class so long that they're not essential to to the to the power brokers that are putting what it's going to land at like it's going to land at two leagues right so how many are in this larger league that's eligible to play for the national championship all right, Dave, we've got our five questions. You pretty much answered the first one because you said that we're only going to have two uh, power conferences in the end. So we will go to – these are going to be kind of more rapid fire. Uh, number two, okay. which app or website crashing would upset you the most? <laughs> That's none of your business. That's a, a, what I do in my private time is, uh, is is up to me and no one else. What happens in my – oh, 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 let's just go with Twitter. Let's just go with that one. I went with Amazon, but uh, I, I, there's a lot. I, I'm I'm such a simp now. Uh, number three, best contract in sports history on Bobby Bonilla Day. <laughs> best or funniest? Yes, you choose. <laughs> um, oh, best contract of all time is, I mean, listen, it's, it, it is pretty funny that uh, Bobby Bow got taken off the Buckos' hands and people lamented that at the time, and now it gives us a good hearty laugh um, uh, annually. So uh, I'm thankful to to walk the planet Earth while the Bobby Bow contract is, uh, is, <laughs> is still getting paid out by the Metropolitan. Um, yeah, it's always good. It's, it's the combo of, of 
being uh, having deep pockets and, and poor judgment. You know, we saw that play itself out on uh, on MTV Cribs over and over and over <laughs> again. Um, let's say anybody, the guy, uh, what's his name, who owns uh, the Knickerbockers up there in MSG. Like every, uh, let's just say every deal he's ever made seems to be tied at at, uh, at the top because I don't know what that guy's gotten right, uh, Jimmy Dolan, since uh, since he took over up there. All right, number four. What moment would you like to erase in sports history? Oh my God, so many, so very many. Uh, well, we talked about the Buccos. How about the, the Francisco Cabrera hit that uh, that dashed their dreams, the Buccos' dreams in the early 90s of getting to a World Series with Bonds, Van Slyke, and the aforementioned Bobby Bo. But, of course, there are plenty of hockey ones, plenty of Steelers ones. Maybe I would take away, of all, the undefeated Pitt Panthers hosting their arch rival, Penn State Nittany Lions. Dan Marino comes out, throws two touchdown passes to start the game, 14 nothing. Throws, looks for a third one in the end zone. It gets picked off. Final score: Penn State 48, Pitt 14. That was a that was a heartbreaker for young Dave Damashek. All right, final one, Dave. What's your porn name? That's a pet name uh, plus a street name you grew up on. Well, I always like to go with Victor Thrillington. Um, I just, uh, I, I go with that one, but, uh, I don't know, Ashley Radcliffe. That's a, <laughs> that sounds like a great name. That's a high end call girl, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's one of the ladies that she's very choosy on the roles she's willing to take. <laughs> now you're getting back into the website. We're telling on ourselves here. We're telling on ourselves. We're gentlemen, of course. <laughs> Follow this man on Twitter at Damashek. Dave, you're the best, buddy. Thanks for uh, for coming on and having some fun. You're the best, fella. Uh, all the best. Keep on enjoying summertime. Enjoying following along for the ride with you.